Oh my goodness. Welcome back, Hoop Nation. It's been too, too, too long. Let's go. It's the Hoop Call. Bang. Yes, 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 people. Welcome back to the Hoop Call, the UK voice for all things NBA. We've missed you. We've really, really missed you. The gang is back together. We've got so much to talk about. And we're glad that you're with us. Who is in the building with us? Yes, Tobes. Say what up, please. Finally, the hoop call has returned. <laughs> there we are. Ollie, you're there too. We are back. Can't believe, <laughs> can't believe it's been this long. Oh, dear, dear. Where do we even start? Listen, guys, make sure you're following on the socials at the hoop call on ig um keep you up to date with all the latest highlights everything we got going on otherwise we've got to jump straight in we've really really got to jump straight in let me take the music down and let's do this let's do this guys so since we last spoke we have got new champion obviously we've got superstar trades you've got superstars holding out um honestly it's it's like wwe ish in many regards, the storylines going on. And to be blessed so early in the season of the storylines is a nice little addition. I'm sure you guys agree. Right, let's hop straight into it because let's review the first week. Let's go west and then let's go east. And then we can dive into some of these storylines specifically. And obviously people want to know what our predictions are for this coming season. So I think that's how we're going to play it, okay? So to start us off... um, Let's have Will Smith. Where is he? Yes. You guys remember all this stuff, yeah? Still got all the all the sound effects. Ugh, God, that. It, honestly, listen, jokes aside, it feels very, very good to be back in the building. Um, right, okay. Standings. Standing, standing, standings. Very early in the season. But in the West, we have the Utah Jazz at number one, Memphis Grizzlies at number two, Golden State Warriors at number three, Minnesota Timberwolves at number four, Denver Nuggets in five, Sacramento Kings in six, the Portland Trailblazers in seven, and the Houston Rockets, even forgot they existed, to be honest, are in the eighth slot. So that's where we start. That is not going to be where we finish. I'm going to say that straight up. You may be wondering, where are the Clippers and the Lakers? They're not there. They are languishing in 12th and 13th it's, the western conference every year is such a tough one and i think already this week there's been stuff to discuss positives and negatives i think i know which teams you're going to go towards but pick one pick one pick one okay um let's give them their flowers whilst they're here yes. minnesota Timberwolves. What? what when you said flowers, you know, I thought you were going to go somewhere else. But Minnesota, okay, go, go. <laughs> I was not expecting that. I don't think you've ever spoken yeah. about them on the pod. <laughs> I don't think any of us have. That's why I had to, that's why I had to give them their flowers whilst they're in that's our so minds. Tobes. That's so um, Tobes. You know what, though? They're, they're pretty gangster. And I say that in the sense that Auntie Edwards is probably becoming one of my favourite players. I mean, he's got an amazing infectious persona. When you watch his interviews, the man's got elite level of confidence. But... You start to see the trajectory they could have, you know, if everything aligned and everything worked to a decent degree, you see where they could go. 
He looks like he's bulked up even more. Apparently, he grew over the summer more, so he's now like a legit six five, six six. Uh, Cat had a really tough year last year mentally and then personally, so I think he, he's cheating, treating this as a clean slate, and he's bulked up too. And I just feel like they they may have a bit more about them to maybe make a run at the uh, playing tournament. Oh my days, Toes! What? <laughs> What are you saying? Oh my god! This is literally like someone saying that we think Norwich are going to get in the Champions League. Uh, what are you saying, Tobes? Oh my god! Uh, let me think about what I just said. They may have a run in at making the play in tournament. That oh. is like that is like complimenting the poo. You don't smell that bad, you know. Like it, it, it's not really that much of a compliment. It is like you're in the. You can maybe be one of the top ten teams in the conference. Okay, all right. Okay, I see what you mean. A run. That's what I'm saying. They could yeah. stand a they, chance of making the play in. Sorry, I heard it as exactly. the playoffs. Nah, nah, nah. nah. Right. Okay. Um, it's only week one. It's only week one. They could make the play in tournament, which isn't even. That's what I mean. It's not even that big a step, but it is a step for the Timberwolves, who have not had any sort of playoff environment and atmosphere in like 10 plus years now so they have they have the makings and i think they have the belief they're two and no i've caught some of the highlights and they're running and gunning and i think that's how they got to play at tempo when you've got all these young people so that's my team i was going to give a little shout out to whilst 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 they're at least in the top four okay fair play fair play okay you're showing a bit of love to the to the t wolves and you guys watch it, drink it in, because I don't know how much more they're going to be on our radar. Anthony Edwards, Ollie, are you, I know you put in the group chat earlier this week, you really like him as a player. I think he's a bit overrated, but you know me, I'm, I'm a tough guy to please. Um, Ollie, though, I'm going to put you in a tough position because I know you are a Clippers fan and there will be plenty of time to talk about the Clips. But I want you to tell me about my Lakers team. What? what do you want to know? <laughs> okay, so for those who don't know, the Lakers are 0-2. Um, looked pretty not that great. Russell Westbrook, the Russell Westbrook experiment early doors doesn't look great. And there was a bench altercation during their last game, which was a loss to the Phoenix Suns. Um, the main thing I want to know is, what you're seeing from the Lakers, they went 0-6 in the preseason, they're 0-2 now. Do you think this is temporary or do you think in eight weeks we're still going to be talking about this? And um, I'd like to know what you think the actual problem is. Um, I, I, I don't think they'll, I don't think this will carry on. Um, I think it will sort of balance itself out during the during the regular season. Um, you know, they've got, I like Malik Monk who they've brought in Westbrook. They, that team is old as hell though (laughs) so i think i I do think it will you know you you put you got a mesh of guys together um even just if just just playing lebron and lebron and ad um westbrook you know he has he has his gripes but during the regular season he you know he he generally can just pull it pull a team together um do i like this team no i don't like this team together um you've got ball dominant players as in LeBron and with Westbrook. So well, you can't ask for them to sort of spot up and stand in the corners when when either one's got the ball in the hand. Who's going to take the last shot in the game? Um, um, but, yeah, during the during regular... I don't think there's going to be any issues with the regular season. I, I think there will be automatic playoffs. 
um, when it when it comes to it by by the end of the season. But beyond that, I I can't I don't I don't see much in in going going into into the actual playoffs itself. Though. You know, I don't disagree with you, man. We're just such an awkward team, and it's Weird one of team. it's it's one of those things where, particularly in basketball, superstars get you through. Okay, they're supposed to, right? But and I don't know if I should ever doubt the king, but it's just not right. It just ain't right. It's just really awkward. Uh, the team is messed up. LeBron is our is now a volume three point shooter. He's averaging zero, zero spacing. He's he's averaging he's averaging ten three point attempts a game so far this season, which is just ridiculous for one of the best inside finishers and you know rim attackers in the NBA and in probably NBA history. Um, as you said, no space in Anthony Davis. He can't. I don't know what's happened to his three point shot, but he's not taking them and not making them either. Um, just something ain't right. Um, old team. And just not a great team. Like, why is DeAndre Jordan getting minutes? Melo getting very meaningful minutes. You're doing well, but still, I'm worried about this team. I want to put it out there early, first episode, so people don't, you know, I don't want to be a hindsight guy. I am worried about this team. Now, Tobes, this is your chance. You've always said you've been a Russell Westbrook fan, Stan. Um, I've never seen you show him loads of love. He's he struggled a little bit. Here's your chance. Where is the energy? <laughs> what have you got to say? Redeem him. Redeem your guy. <laughs> it, it's it's so funny. Like um, whenever you like read Twitter threads or Reddit streams or YouTube comments, it's like there's a collective of group of people who are Res- Russell Westbrook stands. And like everyone's saying the same thing, he's making it real hard for us right now. Like we, we are, <laughs> we're standing on no legs. We like we're like everything that people say about you. You're just like you're just proving it right. Like what it is is, I don't think he's ever been in this kind of situation. Right? He's always been paired with someone in a team that can shoot the ball. So it's always allowed him to be the chief ball handler, chief creator on offense mm. you now come to a situation where you've got lebron james you've got ad you've got a lot of people that like to take it into the paint where correct russell westbrook's main strength is and it just means we're we're at a miss here and he can't play off ball like i keep trying to defend the guy he, he he'll learn to shoot he, he would have learned two years three years ago if he could so huh. what does that mean i think like you guys have both said, there is just too much talent and too much IQ for them not to work it out. So I'm not worried in the long run. Plus, with Russ, he normally saves it for not second half, but you, where you will see him. Yeah, he does. He does team, explode second half. Season, that January, February window, he figures out how to play with who he's with, and then they go on some mad, mad run. So for Lakers fans, and that's by pseudo me because I am a Russell Westbrook stand now. <laughs> Don't over. I don't think we can over panic too much. I was panicking for preseason because how can you go zero and six in the preseason? <laughs> but I think they'll work it out. And what is the maneuver? I may they may have to play small and play small consistently to really find oh, themselves. You can only give them play small minutes. if you if you can hit perimeter shots. Well, but the the, the thing is, the uh, Lakers small is still big in NBA standards. Yeah, true. A LeBron but... four AD five is still bigger than a lot of people. So, 
I think they may have to live by into what they've been saying preseason. And 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 most of all, LeBron christened this trade. He saw Buddy Hield on the table. In LeBron, you gotta trust. He he's so smart. I doubt he's made that move not considering what Russell Westbrook is. So they must be something they know they can do. And it's just that we gotta see it. And Vogel's gotta earn that money. He's gotta earn that money as a coach. Facts, that's true. Go on, Do you know what this 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 team reminds me of here of um the Cavs team with LeBron? where they just picked and trade throughout the whole season. He was like, he even brought in D-Wade. Oh, the 2018 like, one. Yeah, and even during then, he was like, nah. <laughs> so I think Carmelo and Westbrook, they could be looking halfway through the season. I'm, I, I, Mate, I was thinking just that. I was thinking, I wonder if... Um, because the thing is, if because if you deep it, yeah, if AD and LeBron play fine together... You know they're well, averaging. They proved it. It's just just them two. So averaging late twenties, you know, in assist, you know, in goal, in points, sorry, and then you know, assist or whatever. Then you look and you think, actually, what Lakers need is like reliable role players. Russ could be on the table. Like if if a D, <laughs> if, if a couple of if you can get a couple of good free and D D teams um, players. Ross could end up in Chicago, man. <laughs> you could get. Could I, I'd, on, lo- I'd love a, to see Caruso and like Caruso and like. Caruso and Lonzo in that team, be nice. You went, you went, you went the wrong way. You went the wrong way. So the Bulls, are, the Bulls have gone something, and I know we'll touch on that later. Well, well, it's, it's, it's the Hawks that mm. are the, the 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 cherry, the treasure chest of the NBA. Okay, they've got like seven players that are the same three <laughs> and D wingers. So that's where you can go. Okay, yeah, you know what? Okay, fair enough. Okay, that's that's things to discuss. Definitely things to discuss going forward, Russ. You are going to end up on Pandora's box score at one point, and I'm hoping it's for good reason. I'm hoping it's because you average another 20, 20, 20 or something. But 100% he's going to end up on my Pandora's box score, without a doubt. Someone else who probably will as well is Steph Curry. Um, we will have plenty of time to talk about him. Just wanted to shout him out. Um, Ollie. I don't know if you've got any reaction to him particularly. He was just disgustingly good against your boys, particularly late down the clutch. You shouldn't take a basketball game on its highlights, but there was one highlight I was like, that was cold. Um, him, and, him and PG, 13, going back and forth. I think the Warriors were two down at that point. And PG was goaded and PG was like, uh, hit it from half court or something. Shoot Literally. <laughs> yeah, oh, that's it. Shoot from the logo. <laughs> this was but like a minute left the, in the game as well. He just the, pulled up over game, PG. <laughs> Swished it. The game before... The game before Curry was, he shot. I think he got a triple double, but he was he, he shot really poorly. And I was like, oh, who, who are they playing next? Clippers. Oh, the Clippers. So that means he's gonna go. He nearly went ten for ten. Oh my! In the first half days, that was disgustingly good. And I mean, it's just that's it's that's so bad. Sixty four field goal, sixty one three point, hundred percent from the line, forty five points. What, 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 are you, what are you gonna do with that? You should see deep from deep. You guys deep, deep for your YouTube homework. Just watch Shannon Sharp's reaction to it. Um, he did a he, the next day. Skip and Shannon talking about Steph Curry. Like normally, Shannon's got a lot of energy. This time, he was literally shrugging his shoulders. He was like, "I've got nothing to say." This guy, and it was the two clutch threes from like thirty-seven feet and then thirty-two feet contested, swished. Like you didn't hear the ball going. So, hello. So how are you? How are you? How are you guys feeling about? I mean, it's early takes, but we love overreactions here yeah, on Jukal. How, how are you feeling about the Warriors, given that they've still got 
Clay to come back. Com- They've still got Com- some fun. meshing. James Wiseman, we haven't spoken about him. Meant to be uh, their big man of the future, right? They're still. I think there's a lot to look forward if you're an, if you're a Warriors fan about yeah. what they could do. Jordan Paul as well. Jordan Paul's preseason was. Conference, I think he got the most in preseasons. He looked unreal. Co- conference he finals. Did. But there is something I do want to say about the Warriors, but I will mention it later on. But I'm saying conference finals. I don't know what you guys are thinking. That West man, I don't know. I don't think conference finals. I actually don't. No, I don't think that. I don't think conference finals. But they'll 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 look good in the playoffs. They'll make playoffs and look good. Maybe okay. second round exit. I think I think Lakers first round exit again. Um, uh, that's my early overreaction. I won't, I won't lock in the the playoff bracket just yet. <laughs> but uh, early overreaction. But yeah, fair enough. West, we love you. Ooh. Right, listen. The Eastern Conference question. This is straight up question to you lot. Is it the more fun conference this year? For me, yeah. It's looking lucky at the moment. Yeah, yeah, there's something about it. There's something about it. Let, let me quickly just take you through the, the rankings. Chicago Bulls, number one. New York Knicks, number two. Ugh. Net Washington Wizards in three, Charlotte Hornets in four, Milwaukee Bucks in five, Brooklyn Nets in six, the Philadelphia 76ers in seven, and the Miami Heat in eighth position. It's a fair play to all those guys. But yeah, what we're saying, fun teams, isn't it? Fun teams. Um, who wants to pick one? Who wants to pick one to discuss early doors? Um, I think I know where you're going to go with this. So I'll trust in you. I'm going to start with Ollie because we started the Tobes last time. All right. Well, yeah, it's even, you know, we had an early discussion before we started the pod. Um, I think this was a team that generally was a bit 50-50 with people, either going one extreme to the other. Um, I didn't, you know, I know it's very early still. I had them down as not having a good mesh good group of meshed players really but it's the chicago bulls my team yeah on the money on the money yeah team is looking really good free i think was it free and out at the moment um lonzo ball with that contract was he got like a uh, four-year 90 million or something along the lines of that it's a steal looking like you're looking like a steal at the moment especially when it gets into that Second, you know, second or third year contract um, is with, with the with the tax and everything um, with the cap increase. But yeah, he's looking really good. Zach, I think I've got uh, just an early prediction as a breakout player. He's been bang. He's been averaging high twenties throughout these his his career, but are always on sort of like losing teams. I think Zach Levine will be discussed a lot this season. Um, I think he will be. I think he will have his kind of like that next step for him. I believe Zach Levine. Zach Levine. Yeah. All right. Well, heard it here first. You know what? Straight up, I'm I'm so happy you mentioned the Chicago Bulls. Like, how long has it been for a start since they've been relevant? Kind of Derek Roseish time. You know. Um, I don't. I mean, I don't think they're going to be big. Like, I don't know if they're going to make a deep playoff run. But I know that House of Highlights, we're going to be seeing them a lot. Sports Center, we're going to be seeing them a lot. When you refresh your Instagram feed, we're going to be seeing them a lot. They've got such likeable players now. You know what I mean? Everyone's always wanting to give Zach Levine a bit of love. Obviously, his performances in the dunk contest. And you know what I like about their team? They're a very honest team. A lot of the players have had to work hard and develop. Like, if you, if you track Lonzo, 
over the last few years. That development is just magnificent. Caruso as well. Um, obviously, Zach Levine. You've got Kobe White to come back. Vooch. That's a nice team. Tobes, you've got to be with, with us on this. They're a nice team. They're 3-0. and I think they could be this year's Atlanta Hawks. For sure, for sure. I, I like, I like the, I like the energy they've brought back. Um, the one thing I, I, the one thing I'm not sure. I want to see what they're like when they, when it gets testy, a bit tested, because like, like probably Oli's initial reservations. I thought it looks a bit too. They're all a bit too similar. They're all quite offense, offense first people. With probably Lonzo being the only real defender in their starting five. Mm. Um, but there's something about them that meshes well. Like Caruso is actually going to be a really pivotal player. You know that like the token plucky guy who comes off the bench. He knows his role. He's like such. A, he's going to have a long career. That man because yeah, he's, yeah, he's proving sure, like man. what he's worth to a team. You know what I mean? Like, and I think he knows that, and he's going to set the tone. So that they're definitely going to be way better than next year. Uh, I'm looking at you know plus five, plus five wins compared to last season's record. Um, I'll be interested to see what they can do in the long term. And uh, they're infectious. They're an infectious yeah. team, and you've got the development of Pat Williams coming too. He's, um, he's and he's another he's another guy I think who can be a defender. So if you got him and Lonzo being like defensive assignments, picking up the best player, everyone else holding their own, and then you've got the on any given night they've got a lot of options now to go and go off, you know, and yeah, actually yeah. win you the game. I think things are looking up for the Bulls. Yeah, don't don't sleep on Vooch. Don't sleep on Vooch. Vooch is yeah. a talented big man. Um, you know that that new European style. He's 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 budget Jokic, but you know, <laughs> budget Jokic is still nice. Like you know, definitely he's not. You know, he's not Primark. He's like Zara. You know what I mean? Like that's decent quality. You'd wear it, good fit, but you know, not quite the Joker. And I'm sure we'll be talking about the Joker many times. Right? Question: Funner team, team that's more infectious, or you want to watch um, Hornets? Or the Bulls? For me, the Hornets. Purely because of Eric Collins. Huh? That's Dude. Why. <laughs> Eric. Uh, he makes it. He makes it. The, uh, the, the, the um, Charlotte announcer. Oh, right. Oh, right. Oh, okay. so, he, reacts. <laughs> he just reacts to everything. I think someone hit cut free throws. He was like, it's like, oh, it's Terry. Correct. He's, he's bad now. He's bad. I didn't know his name. That guy's so bad now. But Lamelo, oh, what a player. Yeah, he's looking what really a good. Player. Solid, it's it's mm. his style of play as well. You know what I mean? Like, in the modern NBA, the way it works is that, like, peep, some players are able to put up very solid stats. You know what I mean? Just because of how it works and the way the possessions work. If you were, like, if you're a solid, like, three point shooter, you can average, like, an 18 and this, that, and the other. But, like, Lamelo, the way he moves on the ball and the way he scores and he gets into the paint and he his finishes, his touches, his assists. Man, that, that guy. Um, Skip Bayless doesn't think he sees superstar. I I see superstar. Um, personally, I see I see superstar for this guy, and he makes the Charlotte Hornets fun to watch because they they got good other players as well. Um, Ollie, I don't know what your thoughts are. If you had to pick funnest team in the East, who are you going for? Um. Funnest team. I know, I know it's a bit of a fluffy question, but you know, you know what I mean when I say that. 
Um, I'd have to. I don't know. I don't know. It's, it's quite a boring pick, but I'd have to probably say the Nets. Oh, I mean, yeah, I mean, that's, that's true. It's, it's, yeah, I mean, yeah. you can't, you can't forget that. But yeah, yeah. I mean, the, net, the Nets are the Nets. The Nets are the Nets. But I do think, and Tobes, I think you'll agree with me on this. Part of the fun is kind of not knowing what to expect and getting a little bit from a randomer and that. You know what I mean? It's like everything's a bit random. It's like, okay, the Nets are going to be sick because James Harden is going to be dancing on people and hitting the step back. But when that's Caruso yeah. one night and then Levine the other night and then Vooch all of a sudden looks like Prime Olajuwon one night, you're like, it's just it's just different when there's a little bit of different flavours to the sauce. and You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, I do, I do. And Blake, and Blake Griffin's dunking all season long now <laughs> after his hiatus, I won't lie. But um, actually... The team you hate the most probably is who I was going to actually pick. It's either it's between the Hornets I'm and gonna, the Knicks. Oh, I'm going to mute you. The Knicks, the Knicks being good is oh. great for the league. Like <laughs> when you MSG, if we could, if any, anyone wants to sponsor the hoop call and we, we get we get we if we could see one team, I think we go MSG. It that that place was popping. Um, it looks like a fun place to be. It's like you know. When they're good, it's better for the overall, you know, purposes of the league. That's, that's a good question, you know. They're infectious. They're infectious. And um, to be honest, they've run it back. They literally didn't really add many people. But the the young guys seem like they've come a long way. Julius Randle looks even more legit this year than he did last year. Like, yeah, he think... had a breakout and now he's comfortable. And, um, yeah, they're not winning titles anytime soon. Don't get me wrong. But they, I think they can be, they're on, they're going to have a nice bout in their history where they're going to make playoffs consistently now. There's no reason why they won't. No, well. Not to mention you got our boy Obi Toppin throwing down <laughs> down. You got Julius Randle. Ollie's, Ollie's pick. <laughs> you, got, uh, you got D Rose out there, like really in, uh, uh, enjoying his role. RJ Barrett developing nicely. Um, I think, I think. They they can be very fun. They can be very fun. Plus plus, seeing Spike Lee almost have like multiple episodes of feigning is great because like that team is stressful. They don't they either blow you out or they're going double overtime, which is sick. So <laughs> that, that helps add to my element of fun. You know what I mean? Uh, fair enough. Fair, <laughs> fair enough. Interestingly, though, I'd say if I had to go to one arena, it'd probably be Staples, followed by the Chase, followed by ATL. <laughs> And then probably MSG. Just because I thought that was an interesting question. I think the Chase Centre would be sick. Just when 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 the Splash Brothers fully fit, just bombing. <laughs> oh dear, oh dear, oh dear. Right, gentlemen. Enjoyed that. But let's get on to some breaking news. Well, not even breaking news. Some ongoing, ongoing news. And for those listening, I'll say straight up, the two things we're going to talk about in... In this order will be Kyrie Irving and Ben Simmons. <laughs> so Kyrie Irving first. I'm going to go first and Kyrie Irving. So as we know, Kyrie Irving is currently unavailable for the Brooklyn Nets after a vaccine mandate in New York City meant that residents who are not vaccinated are not allowed to be in packed buildings, basically, and attend certain types of workspace. Everyone's asking me, listen, what's my opinion? Um, Obviously, Kyrie Irving is not vaccinated and is choosing not to get vaccinated. And everyone's saying, the doc, you know, what are your thoughts and opinions? I'm going to say it right here. Obviously, my opinion as a medical professional will be, 
I advise people to take the vaccine, okay? And that is to protect yourself and to protect other people. Let's get that boredom out of the way. That's fact. I'm not going to... I'm very unlikely to have a stance separate to that. I'll start with a positive. Kyrie Irving has fallen on his sword, yeah? He's gone down with his word. He's he's putting his money where his mouth is. He's losing about $17 million for his stance. So you can't say he, you know, he's just gassing or whatever. So I, I will actually give him respect for that. It's his belief. He doesn't want to get vaccinated and he's willing to lose money for that. $17 million worth of money for that. With that having been said, I would describe his position as he's currently described it as misguided for two reasons. Number one, okay, if he is indeed anti-vaccination or anti-COVID vaccination and says he said that he's not comfortable because he needs more time, this, that and the other. For me, and I want to know you guys' opinion, if you genuinely were not sure and said, okay, I want more information, this, that and the other, and you had every resource available to you in the world, wouldn't you say, okay, I'm going to go, I'm going to hire the world's best doctors for an hour of their time. I'm going to get them to give me a presentation on why I should take the vaccine. Why, you know, does that make sense to me? Okay, fine. You don't believe the, you don't believe the American doctors. It's not, you don't, you don't trust the government. Okay, go to another country or fly someone in from another country who has no political affiliations with the US, who doesn't even follow the NBA and say, just explain to me. Yeah, just get some like, you know, some nerd <laughs> um, in a lab somewhere. So come explain to me why this and the other in layman's terms. And actually come to the conclusion. Because so, when people say, I'm doing more research, I'm like, what are you researching? Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? What are you actually researching and how long does it take? So that's what frustrates me. With all the resources you have in the world, you could pay someone 10 grand to explain to you exactly how vaccines work and do a two-week course on vaccination if you really, really want to learn, yeah? So that's my issue number one. But what he's described, and I think you guys agree with me with me on this as well. He he said he wasn't anti-vaccine, but he was anti-vaccine mandate. So does that mean if the vaccine wasn't actually mandated, he would take the vaccine? That's the impression I get. So on both counts, I think I would describe him as misguided, and he's really put the team in a bind. My opinion is that if you can get good value for Kyrie Irving. You probably trade him if you can get decent value. Not because of, purely because, ugh, mate, it's just, it gets to a point where it's just too much hassle, man. You know what I mean? You've got two super, super transcendental, all, you know, some of the best ever in their position players already. If you can get something decent for Kyrie, you take it. Um, anyone got any thoughts on this? Anyone got anything they just want to let out or agree with what I'm saying, disagree with what I'm saying? Um, and what do people think that the Brooklyn Nets should do about it? Um, I think what you've said is pretty much spot on. Um, you know, if, well, with you. with Kyrie Irving, you, you're never going to know what's going going on his head exactly. Um, I do think he has put his teammates in a in a very uncomfortable position. You know, KD is always one that sort of does sort of stick up for him says that he's his brother, you know, best friend or whatever. He's always going to sort of stick with him. But behind the scenes, surely, you know, one of the main reasons you've you've come with Kyrie over over to Brooklyn. Um, I still I still I still have them as favourites, even without Kyrie. Yep, uh, I'm yep. totally honest. Definitely. They've got a nice team um, in it. Balanced. And talented. I, th- I think, in my opinion, 
Um, I don't think he will retire as sort of stories will, will come across. Um, I think he'll probably then, you know, there will be eventually a change in mandate in New York um, where it's either not required or something along the lines of that. And he will just sort of carry on as normal. But um, yeah, it's, he has just, I think he has sort of stitched his teammates up a little bit. But in for for what he believes, but he does also believe the world is flat as well. So it's, been a <laughs> so it's a difficult one, mate. We don't want to get too philosophical on it, Tobes, is it? It's like, but you know, do you think t- the team, do you think the there's press, do you think the friends have a right to ask, why do you believe that level? Like, what are you actually trying to achieve? Or is it a case of your beliefs are sacred no matter what? Like, and yeah, how do, how do you think this all feeds into the Brooklyn Nets thing? What should they do? Um, I'm just interested in people's opinions in this. I think I think firstly, like respect to the Nets organization for holding him accountable. Yeah, everyone's entitled to their beliefs. Fair fair play, but he came out last year saying how like you know how he was spitting fire about how we don't need a coach. Like him and KD run this team. This saga proves no, you don't. Exactly. Right, the office runs this team, and even Nash came out was like, "Look, I ain't really got time for this guy," you know, because originally, with it being mandated in New York, the original plan was, "Yeah, he'll he'll train with us and he'll play away games, but not play at home." No, and then they were like, "Well, that's ridiculous. We can't even do that, man. Just just tell the boy to sit at home, sort your sort your ish out, and when you're ready, you're ready." You know, everyone else has conformed to this. Why should you be any different? So. First, respect to the NBA and secondly, respect to uh, the, the Nets because because he's a superstar and he's an entertainer. Yeah, you yeah. could see it. You could see them putting excuses. I think I think what's interesting is that although they are favorites, I'm now in my head. I'm thinking they do need him. They can win without him. But this this season is hella open and I've seen enough to say like he's the, he would be a difference maker for the Nets. Well, I think he'd like, be the one that would guarantee it. Like he would yeah, be, he, pretty it, much. you know what I mean? It'd be like the, the sort of Golden State Warriors 2016 to 2017. Mm-hmm. It was like, yeah, they're, they're very close to, they'll probably win or get to the finals. Oh, they've got KD. Yeah, they'll definitely win it. There's not anything anyone can do. So I, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm with you on that. Um, I'm with you on a lot of things you said, actually. I should pay more respect to the, the Nets organization for the way they handle it. The NBA, Adam Silver was straight up like, I think Adam Silver said if it was up to me, there'd be a an NBA a mandate an NBA led mandate as well. He's he's straight up about it. he's like there's no games to play. Um, I think the the um, the NBA um, double uh, vaccination rate is higher than the percentage like the American percentage. Yeah, 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 like ninety something percent. Yeah. Um, yeah. But then you've got the you've got the other direction with was it Bradley Bill or Jonathan Jonathan Isaac who have come out who have said they're they're not anti-mandate, they're anti-vaccination, but at least they've come out and said, explained why, um, you know, I think their main point is they've they've had COVID and it's the, sort of the best protection against them, um, their age, you know, their physical freaks of, you know, sort of like specimens of, of athletes that they are. So, you know, I, in my opinion, I think they are wrong and they should be vaccinated, but at least they come to the table with yeah. some form of yeah, argument. I, I, I agree with that. At least they've like tried to figure it out and at least they, at least they've come, 
you know, if you say things like that, then at least you think you you think about your risk to yourself. You think about your risk to others, as opposed to just being like, I'm, that's, it's against and it. then there was was it originally there was Andrew Wiggins who uh, <laughs> Andrew, again um, he was honest. Though, Andrew, it? I've got no res- I've got no respect for Andrew Wiggins. Uh, he came out said he wasn't going to get vaccinated. When he was asked, he was said none of your damn business. Um, he tried to get an exemption under religious beliefs, <laughs> which was which was thrown out. And then he got then he got back <laughs> so he could play. He was like, I don't, he's like, I don't want to. He said straight up, I don't want to lose generational money. <laughs> I was like, well, there we are. You're pathetic for that. Um, yeah, it's just frustrating. And as, as I said, my main issue, Kyrie, you are now spending all your time chilling. Like, I really hope he is doing what he said in that he's doing research or whatever that he needs to do to make sure he feels safe getting a vaccine. I think he needs to be genuine in that effort. And that's what, like, if it, if it was you boys, and we were like, no, we could do something really special. Imagine, like, breaking the record and winning a title, and someone's like, no, nah, I don't want to do that. I'd be like, okay, I respect that, but actually do the research. So interested to see if in two weeks he's like, yeah, I've done enough research. I'll come back. Um, very, very interesting to see. Brings me on to, brings me on to something else, and we'll link the two. Um, Benjamin. Benjamin Simmons. Now, <laughs> my view. <laughs> How many free pointers do you think he's going to make? This season? <laughs> I, 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 bet he, I bet he beats his record from last season. Uh, you lot, he'll play, he'll you play lot four cold. times and he'll get you lot two cold. Three you lot are cold. You lot are cold. You're petty. You're cold. <laughs> Just leave it, all right? I've always been a fan of Ben Simmons, aka the Fresh Prince. Um, I've always said, I've agreed with Stephen A on this. He's a drum shot away from being the next LeBron James. But that jump shot is fur- was further away than I anticipated. Okay. So I will take the L for my takes on Ben Simmons. Okay. He's not quite LeBron James. This is where me and Ben Simmons part ways. Right. He's the opposite of Kyrie in the sense that, listen, if you are saying, I don't believe in Philly, I will never play for Philly again, this, that, and the other. Stand on your, stand on your, you know what I mean? Fall on your sword. Then put the money away. He did all this stuff. He clearly thought he was going to get traded. And then now he's come back so he can secure a bag. Disrupting disrupting the team and just being a general, you know, don't use any expletives or disparaging personally in case I have a meeting. But in this particular thing, in this action, Mr. Simmons, I can't, I can't ride with you. He's returned to Philly, but been very disrupted, got suspended pretty much almost immediately. Then he was booked for an individual workout, which he skipped and now he's said to the team that he's not ready to play mentally um again i'm gonna throw this one to tobes we there's no there's there's no point asking what philly should do they need him out but daryl morey has said specifically this could go on four years and they're not going to trade him for a bunch of role players my two questions to you guys is firstly do you believe daryl morey and secondly, how important, how important is this, um, how important is this argument to the future of the NBA on a scale of one to ten? I mean, I Good don't question, believe it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't believe it'll go on four years. I think Daryl Morley is being very, very smart in. Uh, kind of elongating the story and uh, sending a message to other teams like don't give me petty change like 
despite everything, he's still a superstar. I want equivalent balance in any trade I do. So four years, there's no way. There's no way the league can handle this storyline for four years. There's no way the, the, the Sixers can handle this for four years. I mean, let's remember, right? Him aside, they should be a competing Eastern Conference. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They'll be fine for the playoffs at least. So no, 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 no. I don't know if they will be. Embiid's not looking great still. He's always oh, in yeah, he's injured. <sighs> without him, without the one-two punch, you know, to a degree, or at least having a, a, a way forward, it's very tough for them to, to 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 really know what they're doing and moving on. Like you know, like you said, there's this uneasiness around the team, a bit like a hanging mist. What does this mean for the league? You said, like, on a, the impact of all this, one to ten. Uh, I don't think actually it's got that much impact. I think for most of the most of the league, everyone's moving on by now. But what I would say, I'll give it like, a, I'll give it a five, right? Because because what it is doing is probably a tutorial for all you young young ballers out there, not what to <laughs> what not to do <laughs> if you're ever in this situation again. You know, like all the. Um, well, I guess what's interesting in the league is like this 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 player power has really come to thrive like nothing ever seen before, right? In the last since LeBron pretty much forced his way to the Miami Heat, he literally the, didn't force himself to. People, sorry, sorry, you know I'm a, I'm a LeBron stan. I'm going to interrupt you there. Don't compare LeBron to the situation. He didn't he didn't force his way out. He literally played out his contract to the best of his ability, got him to a finals, and then left completely fine. All right, yeah, wrong, wrong okay. choice anyway, of words. Sorry, but the player power was there <laughs> because he he was doing puppet master in the league, right? And that, and I think LeBron is basically the embodiment of the modern player in the sense that they you can you can be the master of your own ship and where your career goes. And since then, we've seen multiple episodes of players. Basically, that's how these super teams have been forming. That's how AD buoyed his way out of Pelicans. There's more examples, but but what this what this the impact on the league of this Simmons saga is that all the rookies and people younger than him now do not do what Ben Simmons does. You've now seen exhibit A, Ben Simmons. You've got exhibit B, someone like Jimmy Butler. Jimmy Butler was in the exact same position wow, in Minnesota. That was, that was uh, something. You know what he did? He took a team of first-string reserves. He said, let me play the first team, bring out Cat, bring out everyone, and he bullied them. <laughs> that was crazy. He picked, he picked G League Joe, Said, hey, you run point when you get the ball passed to me. And he t- tore them apart and he played the rest of the season with the Timberwolves. That's what you got to do. So Simmons, he's, 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 he's like you said, he's, he, he, he thought he would have been traded by now. I think most of the league did. He hasn't. And now it's all backfiring. So that's, that's, that's the impact it's, it's having, it's I think. Backfiring horribly, horribly, horribly. Ollie, if you were, if you were Ben Simmons, what would you do right now? Uh, I think Toby's sort of touched on it already. Um, this is what he should do. Is he going to do it? I, I I wouldn't bet on it. He should come and try and play to his be- the best of his ability um, yes. to actually try and add some trade value to him. But I, f- I don't think, I, I don't see him stepping on the court for the 76ers again. Um, purely because Daryl Morey is, you know, I, I, he's probably one of the toughest GMs and he never wants to sort of like lose, lose a trade. And I think his, his teammates are done with him as well. What Embiid said the other day, which is like, this man just does whatever he wants. Don't care. Do what, you know, do what he wants to do. Danny Green came out and said as well, it's like, look, if he, if he turns up training, then cool. You know, we can, we'll be able to carry on and play. But 
he's he he hasn't done that, so he's he's lost the dressing room. Um, and I think that the Philly fans, I don't think he will be able to be ever play a home game again in Philadelphia. Yeah, um, he's really so he's really it is a up. really tough decision, but that's the gamble that he him and Rich Paul took. Um, and as as you sort of touched on, has massively backfired. Um, he's not he's not in that superstar level where you know what AD with the Pelicans, um, LeBron, uh, not you know, and and sort of like with with Jimmy Butler as well. Um, he's and he hasn't the one thing he hasn't developed his game. You know, that's I don't the know thing. If, he hasn't actually developed his game. Like jokes aside, you look, he? you look at was it game game seven last year where he part you know the, the whole thing where he passed up that dunk um, when when he had Trey Young on him. Um, and he's just always sort of going to be known as this this person, you know. In was it in in the fourth quarter? He didn't take a shot in the fourth quarter as well. Um, who 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 runs away from the situation? So he's just mentally he's just not there. And he needs to re- and he needs to sort of reinvent himself. He's never he wants to be that that guy. He's he's not. He's I don't unless he completely if he either develops some form of three pointer. Or he just goes in a total opposite direction and turns into this Giannis type yeah, of guy yeah, yeah. Who, who scores the majority of his points in in the paint. Uh, guys, guys, did you not see the videos of him shooting in the gym? Oh, <laughs> Three pointers. I just think after the fourth season, ten, ten in a row. I just, I it, just was, it was it. pure money, pure money. Ten in a row. <laughs> Listen, I, I heard that, and he at LSU he um he packed it in as well. Is that true? In his uni, someone someone told I, I saw it actually just saw it in a comment on YouTube. They said, "Oh, he's like this. He's done it in LSU. He didn't want to. He didn't. He never wanted to do college, so he never he never tried." Someone has to look into that. I think, um, I think, I, yeah, I think he's he's got a record of being assault. Listen, he needs to play himself out of this out of Philly. Simple as that. Um, if I was Philly, I'd be doing the same thing. I think this is massive for the CBA because if you can have a staff player who's under contract for four years force some way out especially after the James Harden thing, the owners are just going to rip that off and be like, well, okay, that's, your money's not guaranteed then. If we, if, we can't guarantee, if we can't guarantee you guys to provide a service, how, why, why should we guarantee your money? Um, that, will be the, that will be where they start and we'll go from there. Listen, players have a lot of power. Players provide, you know, players provide the service, they provide the entertainment, but... Don't take the mick. Trust me. Do not take the mick because it is about biting the hand that feeds you, end of the day. And as sad as it is, as much of a superstar as you are, <laughs> you're an employee. You are. I'm sorry. And that's why I can't be that. I'm very pro player, but I can't be that sympathetic. We've all got jobs, right? And it is what it is. We, I'm sure we all think we provide a great service for our job, but <laughs> they feed us, so... So yeah, Ben Simmons. That's 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 our views on him. I think I think most people are in collaboration about what they think. Um, ben Simmons doing is not the way to go about it. Oh, when it's went to that way, you boys. Dala dala. Oh man, I know you weren't expecting that. I just wanted to quickly propose a trade. Ben Simmons out to the Golden State Warriors. You know I've been saying this for ages. Why are you giving me that look? He's such a good fit. And the thing is, they're the type of organisation that can get his head right. 
No one can humble him like Stephen Clay. Like, I mean, imagine who's, who's giving up. Hmm? Draymond. Draymond. They're not going to give up. They're, you, they're not. You get rid of Draymond and Moses Moody because the thing is as well. You, that, I think that's the best way to maximize um, Steph's next three or four years because Ben's well, younger. Would, and he, this, I don't get. Why would the seventy sixes take that? That is. No, but okay, all right, okay, I get that. I was I was trying to put it together with um, Draymond and Jordan Paul, but didn't the money didn't quite work out? Didn't quite out. Like it was literally like a hundred grand under. So I'm sure there's a way they could make it make it work if they needed to. But that's what I would have done. Ideally, I'd have had Draymond Green with Jordan Paul as a modifier for Ben Simmons. Um, the reason why Philly would take it is because, for a start, Draymond Green's a decent player provides something similar to Ben Simmons, but in terms of mentality and what he is and what he brings, I think he brings a lot as a winner. And I think in the East, they've got a chance. Um, Not sure what you guys' thoughts are, but I stand by Simmons to Golden State. If you think, and send Andre Wiggins over there, then fine. But Andre Wiggins is, for me, a role player, no? I don't think that. Yeah, uh, maybe I'd ask for Wiseman. Well, the thing is, Wiseman, then you you're, you're very clogged up in that center position. Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> at least, at least you're 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 future proofing yourself. Yeah, but I'll, okay, yeah. fine. I'll, let's adjust it. I'll take that. What you take? What you'd want Wiseman and um. And yeah, that works. And, that works. And and Jordan. <laughs> <laughs> that, that would work. And if I was a Golden State Warriors, I'd take that. That's a great deal for them. You get an, you get an all NBA defender. Take take that pressure off Clay when Clay comes back as well. No one in the league has set up more open threes than Ben Simmons since he's been in the league. That is mad. That is a mad statistic. That's a mad, mad, mad statistic. Um, I don't know. There's no there's no excitement for those who aren't watching it and listening. There's literally no excitement in the eyes of my two co-hosts. Like zero, like zero. There's literally, there's nothing. There's no life behind the eyes. So fair enough. I think everyone's just sick of Ben Simmons. All right, I. But I think the right team will be great. But literally, I can see the sickness in the eyes of these two. <laughs> I think. I think Ben Simmons should needs to go and be the man on some team in. Indiana, Orlando. If you're the if you're the man on the on a trash team, are you the man? You know what I mean? I don't know how many people look at um, Darren Fox and say he's the man. They think, oh, he's a good player. Need, I don't know what he needs, though. He wants to be that guy. He and, needs shooters. Moment... That's what he needs. He needs shooters. The thing is, yeah. imagine imagine practice. Like, you can't be acting like that at Golden State. You know what I mean? Imagine, yeah, imagine, trying, please, to chat, imagine um... trying to chat to Steph Curry. Steph Curry's like, brother, you can't make a free throw and you're, you're talking to me. You all right? Because he was like, they were like, oh, he had his phone in his. Apparently, he had his phone in his pocket during practice, but it wasn't. It was actually his practice jersey. He just took his practice jersey off and just stuffed it in his pocket and stuffed it in his pocket. And then Doc was like, "Oh, I need you to do some defensive drills." And he was just like, "No." <laughs> <laughs> you need you need to send him to pop. You know, it's yeah. like the it's like the equivalent of being friend to when you're younger. Uh, we'll, say, we'll, we'll send you yeah. back to Nigeria. You know what I mean? Or board, yeah, boarding school. Because pop will pop will be like, look, man. I ain't got time for any of this. <laughs> you're doing this and you're doing this now. <laughs> and then you'll, you, we'll see this change in him. And, you know, That's maybe, true, man. He might be, he might be in NBA Africa. He might be playing the J. Cole. 
<laughs> up in the Africa, if he's not careful, you mess around and pop, you'll end up playing in China or Nigeria. Oh dear. Well, I mean, I thought that was an exciting trade, but fair, fair enough. I, I respect the fact that people, you, you, it's almost like you guys don't think he's worthy of being. He's lost a lot of value. Yeah, that's fair yeah. enough, man. That's fair enough. That's fair enough. Right, okay, I want to keep it moving then, yeah. <sighs> okay. Where am I going? Okay, I'm going to go to the GM survey. Okay, a GM survey. Um, Oli, explain what it is and um, then bring me back in. Um, so basically every year, um, all the GMs in the league, all 30 GMs, um, are asked... A lot of questions go, ranging from um, conference finals, NBA finals, who predict to be MB, uh, to be MVP, who would you start uh, an NBA franchise with, those sort of questions. Um, it's all quite irrelevant, but they're all quite interesting talking points each year. Um, so, yeah, I think that's what we're going to sort of discuss and take away what we think were good takes, what we agree with and what we don't, and what we don't agree with, really. Perfect. Thank you very much for that. Right, okay. So what we'll do, as Ollie says, I want to go through some of the questions on this GM survey because I find it's interesting and then we'll build it up to our predictions for the year. All right, okay. So, let's let's start. <laughs> okay. Oh, come on. Lads. Look at these, some of these questions. Which player? Which player is the best pure shooter in the NBA? Steph Curry got 90% of the vote. Why was this even a question that was asked? There's so many random questions here. Right, okay, let's let's focus. <clears throat> Quick fire round. Tobes, best centre in the NBA. No, in fact, Ollie, best centre in the NBA. Uh, I've, I, to be, I've looked through the whole survey. Um, so, you see, I, I did have a little bit of a grievance against this one. Because I think Jokic got something along the lines of 60, 70%. He got 63% votes, of the vote, yeah, he did. Which, and then Embiid was second with... 17 or something something quite low um in my opinions it should be a bit more closer um Jokic you know he's offensively one of the best centers we've had in the last decade or so well in ever ever just say it just say ever it is ever it's fine it's all right to say I do I I do think it is a bit against MB that he is that far down the um, in in the eyes of, of the GMs, so I think it should have been a little bit clo- like a bit more closer. But you know, Embiid was in the the front running for MVP before he got injured last year, so I thought that was a, that was a bit of a. But I do agree. I do. Agree. <laughs> I was going to say that good said. Right. Okay. There we are. I thought so. I completely agree with that. Um, Topes agree. Hundred yeah. percent. Oh, really? Rating rating MVP. Yeah, yeah. Go be. Okay, Tobes. This is an interesting one as well. Which team has made the best overall moves this off season? Yeah. So the what is the thing? The GMs put uh, Miami, right? Yes, they of, did. Uh, Correct. Carl, Carl Lowry and um, some other pieces getting getting precious Achua from uh, was it from the Raptors? Yes. Or, yeah, from yeah, the Raptors. That was good. That was so good. They, 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 they did some nice under the radar. Nothing. I mean, it's, it's classic Pat Riley Godfather moves. You know, nothing too. I mean, Carl Carl Larry was a big coup because a lot of teams wanted him and could use him. So I, I respect that. And he, he he meshes well with um with Jimmy Butler. Um, and you know what else, right? 
Bam was a bit disappointing last year, considering he was on this pathway to looking like a little, like a legit All NBA center. Mm-hmm. I think he was a bit miffed. He he missed out on it last year, um, and I think Kyle Larry being there will allow him to not be. He's a number three guy. He's like Chris Bosh for me. Mm-hmm. Not comparing big freeze to big freeze, but let him kind of be the kind of glue guy. One night he'll carry you. Um, but let Carl and Jimmy be the guys who pretty much go out there and dictate the pace. But um, I think overall, pretty much them. Pretty much, I, I agree with that because nothing else stood out. Everyone will think Lakers was the blockbuster one, but from a chemistry standpoint, we're already, we're, we've already touched on that. So Miami looked like they're a bit more settled this year and, and in sports we trust. So, so you agree I, with I the agree. Heat? I had, yeah, yeah, I do. I had, um, I had the Chicago Bulls personally. In terms of how much wind I think they've added. Yeah, yeah, balls are nice. Balls I like, are nice. I like, and they were active. That's the thing. They, yeah. looked, they did a lot of act, active in their movements. You know what I mean? I, 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 like, I like that a lot. Um, okay, this and the other. Nah. <laughs> well, which one player would, will make the biggest impact? Which one acquired player would make the biggest impact? Um, I'd say Russell Westbrook, but possibly in a negative way. I was going to say what way. Yeah, exactly. Which is Which is a... A sad one. Ollie, which player would you reckon is most likely to have a breakout season this season? Most likely one. to have a breakout season. Yeah, how would you define uh, my, a breakout season though? I don't know. It's it's quite it's quite hard. Do you put it for like sort of like the biggest leap or someone to who's who's sort of put their putting their name out there, who's, who's, who's talked about during during the season? I'd say biggest um, leap. Know you know if we go on, on our tiered systems and like leap. jag jag to star or star to superstar. No um, I would. I don't know. Probably Michael Porter Jr. I'd probably say. Ooh. I think without Jim, without Jamal Murray there, he done really well during the playoffs last year for the Nuggets. And I think if he can sort of carry that into into this season with you know the reigning MVP, I said he's is pretty much going to be the number two, number or even number one sort of scoring option for that team on a really good team as well. So I think that could be that, as you sort of said, gone from taking the net the next level it's a tough one you know i've got to say um you didn't give your guy terence man any love i was thinking someone someone on the clippers without without Kawhi. Will have it's a hard yeah I'm, I'm not i'm not overly confident in in the clippers this year mm-hmm. um we've got to have a lot of things clicking going right I, I, We've got Eric Bledsoe as well, so that's why I sort of brought my rankings down a little bit on the Clippers. But um, and Paul George has got to have his continue the playoff form that he has throughout the, the rest of the season. He's generally he, he's generally probably going to miss at least ten fifteen games as well because that's, yeah, yeah, that's normally true. what happens. <laughs> that's this, true. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's hard to say. Tobes, what do you reckon? It's really hard. If the jag to star is hard because there's just like so many people in that like periphery, that radius of people. So I'm gonna go for the star to superstar, and I'm gonna say Ja Morant. And I'm gonna say that because for people like us who follow basketball, we know we've seen enough. I Mm. think this is the year, especially in the US, he becomes a household name. Like he's gonna yeah, that's a good way of putting it. I think he 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 will become a he'll make his first All Star. Which is no joke. Which is no joke in the in the Western Conference backcourt, which is just so stacked. Um, he'll make his first All Star season. He's going to average more across the board, and I'd be looking for the Memphis to be in the running for for a playoff place as well. So 
I think he's he's he, he's going to have a breakout in the sense that there were like lots of flashes and bursts last year. He's going to have to see a season trend. He's, he's going to do pretty well this year. So, John Morant. John, I have. I want it to be Lamelo Ball. I think already he was really good, but I want I want him to just be a phenom. But do you think is, his game though allows it? Do you think his game because for me, if he goes up in his threes, he's three point. He's shooting about thirty two percent from three. If he goes to thirty eight percent and he stays fit, he could well, average a, late twenties. Give me, give me the, give me his breakout line. You know what I mean? So like, it's hard. I agree. With, I want him to be sick, but in my head, his sickest form, his final form, like freezer, is like a <laughs> seventeen, ten, and nine. You know oh, what I mean? See, like I Jason want Kidd esque. Which is like you sick, but he's not like. I was thinking closer to like a twenty-four, eight and eight guy with wins with wins. You don't think he can get? Can't score. He can't score like that. Yeah, well, that's what I'm saying. I think I I wonder if I wonder if he can improve that. But uh, I don't. Do I? Am I convinced? But it's people like Zion as well. Like, would that count as a breakout season this season if he has it? Because he he averaged like what did he? It was like twenty-seven and eight, didn't he? Last season when he was fit. What's your take on? I wanted to speak to you or ask you about that, Doc. Um, when they had the, um, was it just before the preseason where they were like the Pelicans were like, oh yeah, by the way, Zion's got a, a I don't know, he's got like a broken foot or, or yeah, something. Um, and, I, I'm a bit baffled. Like, oh, and then just before the season began, they were like, oh yeah, he's, he's just started like walking or running again. So it's a bit like, what? Uh, you <laughs> like, know, you know what? My honest opinion is, it's a good, it's a good question. I've really thought about this, and my thoughts apparently, are apparently, he, apparently, he's free. He's like three hundred pounds now. <laughs> I just think, I, I honestly think he must just be really difficult to rehab. Like, I don't think there's four, many four people... Injury, four surgeries he's had now since I, college. Yeah, I, I, I just don't know if there's that many people out there of the expertise of dealing with a player of this size and this profile. The force is going through his body, the things that we expect him to feel, is his healing rates. I just think when they're not quite sure because every single, every single injury, it takes him longer to come back from. I think he had a meniscal surgery, which is like a six to eight week. I think it's a bit longer in basketball, so... You know, apologies if I get that wrong. But he was out for ages. His foot injury... Do you not it, think that's just New Orleans trying to protect his... Trying well, to protect I, their accent? I don't know, but at one point, you've got to treat him like a player like, and, and just let him play. Because sometimes it's like having loads of time out isn't the safest way to do it. After a while, you lose conditioning and this, that and the other, and the player needs to mentally be able to play. Um, I don't know what's going on. Um, he might still just be feeling pain in his foot. When you get metal in certain places and joints, after sometimes you can just feel discomfort and pain. And as you said, they might be like, okay, if you have any pain, if you have any discomfort, do not play. Um, but for me, sometimes I think that's a bit of a, a tricky one because, listen, how many professional athletes do you think are 100% when they go on the court or on the pitch? What percentage? 20%? 30%? Everyone's getting wrapped up or painkillers or this, that, and the other, especially in American sports where they're playing three times a week. Well, I just, I just had a look. I know I said he had a foot injury, but apparently in the off season he actually fractured his foot. Yeah, he fractured it. He, he fractured it. His yeah. fifth metatarsal. He's had a, some metal put in. Um, oh, sorry. Yeah, okay. yeah, 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 yeah. So I'm, I'm not sure. 
it's not looking good. No, it's not. It's not. It's not. Despite all this, despite all this, he was voted the most athletic player in the league in the GM. So oh, was he? Twenty-seven <laughs> percent bag line. When you're moving yeah. like that with that much weight, that's probably what the GMs are thinking, right? Yeah, you're, 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 I mean, you're, it's very interesting. I like this other this other question. One more one. Which which player forces opposing coaches to make the most adjustments? They've put Steph Curry Steph. at number one, and yeah. I cannot agree with it. But the only thing is, at times you can't even make adjustments. Uh, that's why I was thinking. I was like, you can't even. As a coach, you just feel like do your best. I don't. I don't know what you would really Stick try and yeah. coach. That question is for like the ones that do stuff that like aren't aren't formulaic, isn't it? That's yeah. for like again, my boy. I hate. I'm not a broken record here, but let's say Jar Morant is the interior version of that because he does these things where he floats in the air and switches hands like four times and contorts his body. And he's like, I don't know how much he weighs. He looks like he's 160 pounds, but he just goes out there and tries to dunk on like these seven, two. And like, if you're like running schemes, you're like, okay, let's, let's, let's lock the paint thinking he won't do it. But then he'll go and do it anyway. It's like, (laughs) what's your adjustment? You know what I mean? You gotta do nothing. (laughs) What are you adjusting? Right, okay. This brings us on to our survey, the Hoop Call survey. Um, I'll go straight into it. Let's go through, what do you want to do? What do you want to do first? Awards or champions first? Teams or players? I'll let you guys decide. Should we, should we do awards and then into predictions in conference finals, finals, that sort of thing? Okay, fair enough. Ollie, I want you to take us through your, I want you to take us through your got my list pre- here. Your predictions, all right? Take us through your list. Um, what I got? I got the bomb timer, which is one minute. So are we talking going from the first we're just doing MVP, defensive player, rookie, that sort of thing. Yeah, I want, to, I, want, I want you to go through your awards, and then me and Tobes will have a little think about it, and then then I'll, I'll throw it to Tobes. You ready? Okay, so I won't, I won't, I won't. I'll just say MVP this. I won't yeah, yeah, yeah. explain why. And then we'll bounce, we'll bounce back okay. and forth. Okay. okay, so MVP, I have Giannis. Ooh. Uh, defensive player of the year, I have Draymond Green. Boom! Yep, continue. <laughs> Rookie of the year, I have Evan Mobley. Evan Mobley? Evan Mobley? Uh, most okay. improved, I was kind of, I'm in an arm between two players, between Michael Porter Jr. and Darius Garland, but I've got Michael Porter Jr. Okay. Wait, and for what? Improved. For our most improved year, okay. Yeah, and sixth man of the year, I've got Montrezl Harrell. Where's Trez at the moment? Uh, Wizards. Oh, he's at the Wizards. He's at the Wizards. Yeah. Oh, oh, yeah, I forgot. Oh, dear, oh, dear, oh, dear, oh, dear. So, Ollie, <laughs> so just to confirm, you have, wait, who did you have at MVP? Giannis, you had Giannis yep. Antetokounmpo MVP. Mm-hmm. Sixth man of the year, you had Montrez. Who did you have as coach of the year? Oh, coach of the year, uh, Eric Spolstra. Eric Yedspo was coach of the year. Um, Roti, you had? Rookie was Evan Mobley. Yes. Off of the Cavs. Defensive player that you had, Draymond. Draymond Green. And most improved, you had Michael Porter Jr. Michael. Toby, can you give us a review of that list? I'm just writing this down. <laughs> uh, yeah, not it's not it's not uh, not too bad. Oh. Um, when, we, when we come into mind, we share we share some as as 
Dudley boys do. Oh, uh, I forgot about I'm the inter- Dudley boys. <laughs> you man them. I'm interested to know the... Uh, I'm interested about Giannis because, you know, MVP is a lot about narrative. Um, now, he, yeah, he, he could straight up be the best player in the league, that's for sure. But do you think, because we've seen a lot of him in the last, you know, 18 months in terms of coverage, he's, he's the reigning title holder. He wasn't too, it wasn't too long ago. He was uh, MVP and DPO. Why do you think? Do you think there's not enough fatigue around him? You think he can? Uh, he can I, come I honestly don't. I think he's. I think he sort of showed during the preseason. He he is actually taking another step into his game. Um, it wouldn't surprise me if he averaged saying like thirty points, thirteen rebounds, six assists. Um, I think the Bucks will be probably up there within. Don't know, maybe first, second, or third seed. Um, and I don't. I think from his performances, I think there were a lot of people that didn't really like Giannis's game. But I think there's a lot of heads were actually like, yeah, this this guy is probably you know one one uh, a one b with Durant as the best players in in the NBA, and he's likable as well, uh, which is which is which is big. Um, that's like I don't know if you've picked him or any of you guys, but. One guy who I don't, you know, he, he could have similar sort of stat lines, but I don't get picked again is someone like Kevin Durant, you know, during, and that's the narrative behind him. I think he could average 40 points a game. I don't think he'll become, I don't think he'll be MVP just because of his his surroundings at the moment. But Giannis, yeah, I, I think he's just going to take another leap in his, and he, he'll probably be up there in, in defensive player of the year, year again as well. He'll probably be top three. Yeah, I mean, it's a, an interesting one, mate. That's a very, very interesting one. Um, I think, uh, you know what? I don't disagree. Like, only thing I say about Giannis, he is the PER prince, isn't he? What's Tobes one? Only thing I was, one thing I agree with you about Giannis, Ollie, is that he is the PER prince. Um, his numbers, I think, are going to be spectacular. I think if he takes a few more J's, he doesn't even, he doesn't have to sink them. But if he takes a few more J's, then the whole narrative about oh he doesn't shoot kind of goes out I the see, window. I, I think he should go the complete opposite way. Take no threes. Yeah, I mean for me, yeah. For, I, I, me yeah. and you have been saying this for a couple of years. Like, why just focus on your strengths? There's nothing wrong with that. Stake, and um, he would, you know, he, he you know, would shoot like seventy percent from the paint because no one's he's. You can't, no one the way like eight in in, in the playoffs was defensively so good. He just got bullied like a like a child in, in that series. <laughs> he was nothing. Couldn't any physically. It's not. That's no. That's nothing against Aiton. That was just purely on how dominant Giannis is. Tobes, I'm going to put a little ticker back on. I want you to tell me what who have you got, and you know what's different between you and your fellow Dudley boy. You ready for the bombs? Let's go. Sure. <laughs> MVP. I've got KD. Uh, sixth man of the year I had I was torn between Derek Rose or Tyler Hero I'm going to go Derek Rose DPOY Rudy Gobert Coach of the year Spolstra Rookie of the year Mobley Most improved I was torn between Keldon Johnson and Jaron Jackson Jr I'll go Jaron Jackson Jr of the Memphis Grizzlies I think that's everyone So you got Spo the same yeah, Evan Mobley, I think, was the same. Uh, that yeah, that was it. And then you got um, KD as the as the guy, right? Okay, 
why have you got why KD over Giannis? Because KD hasn't been in the the, the the fatigue isn't there. I think because he didn't he was on he was on course to actually like I think win it last year. He just didn't do the the appearance thing. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I think this year, plus you had the Kyrie uh, storyline of him like. Not not that it's like they're like rich anyway, but like there is a bit there's enough there to say like if he balled out, it would all be on him. Plus James Harden's not quite himself. I know it's only two games in, but he's definitely um you know, deputy to to K D. That is KD's team now, especially with Kyrie not there. So if he does ball out and the Nets are dominant, they get a sixty plus win season and I like like Ollie says, I think he's gonna average some beastly numbers, right? He could he could be like 35 to 40 points and near triple double territory. That's where KD could go in if he's like, just like, let me actually kill it. So mm. I think that's, I think that's why I'm KD. him as MVP. That's a, you know what? The thing about the KD thing, Ollie, I agree with what you're saying about his surroundings, but now Kyrie's out of the picture. I think narrative wise, he's kind of back in it. Um, Oh, that's a tough one, man. That is a really, really tough one. You both think the MVP is coming out of the East, though, which is interesting yeah. for me. The defensive player of the year, you've gone for Gobert. I mean, that's always a safe shout. It, mate, I don't know if any, who's. I don't know if anyone could touch him. AD, he wanted fourth. Yeah, yeah, he's entering elite categories, but I mean, the Utah Jazz are going to have a great defense. They're going to be top five. He's gonna his defensive statistics individually. He's gonna rank top five across the board. He's, so I think uh, there'll be go go bear fatigue. Because it's because it's DPOY. No, there's no one cares yeah, about it. If I, if I, it's the opposite to MVP, people are like, ah, oh, who won it last year? Let me vote for him again. I find it weird you've both gone for Spo. Spo, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna rock with. Like why? Boo! What, what's that? What's giving you that that sort of little inkling with Spo? I think I, mean, I think he's, he's always generally quite um, highly rated in the league, um, yeah. and I think with the addition of Carl Lowry, um, you know Tyler Hero does. I think that's a I think that's a great shout for Sixth Man of the Year as well. Um, I think they'll they'll do a lot better this this season than they did potentially last year. Um, not like they did bad last year, but I think you know if they can if they finish within sort of like that top top three bracket then yeah I think he'll, he'll, he'll be in, in, in for the running interesting yeah pretty much he, he's one of the best coaches purely in the league um, and I think you'll see a big differential in the team like they'll finish they'll finish higher than last season they could so, so all that and the respect in the league he could win it he could win it right okay this brings me to me okay <coughs> okay so Oh yeah, you know what? I need to show you guys some respect. Let me put on, let me put on my little timer, okay? So for coach of the year, I'm going to Doc Rivers. <laughs> um, rookie of the year, I'm going with Jalen Green. Um, so I'm, I'm writing it down as I go, okay? Defensive player of the year, genuinely, I don't know, but I'm going to say Giannis, and I'll tell you why, Giannis, in a bit. Um, most improved player, I want to go for Lonzo Ball. I think he's going to take another step. Um, there's one more, isn't there? What is there? 
the most improved. No, I've got M- obviously sixth, M- sixth man. Sixth man. Um, I'm not sure MVP what he's doing, but I'm thinking Mello. <laughs> and for my MVP, this is a really tricky one, and that I think my issue. I got a bit. I'm getting a bit emotional with it, but I'm gonna go for Chef Curry. Um. Now let me explain myself. Okay, let me explain myself because I've I think I've gone against you guys and everything. Okay, so Coach of the Year, I wonder. I think because I think Philly could still do quite well, and I think if they do well without Simmons and everything they've come through, and finish top two in the conference, then I think Doc should get respect on his name. That's what I think. Uh, Embiid's missing missing games this season. Well, that's, that's that's a fact. But I, I believe in Doc. I think Doc can coach his team for a regular season. He's a good regular season coach. And I think it'd be a nice little narrative. Injured Embiid. Um, inj- you Drummond, know, like- Drummond's there. Andrew, Andre Drummond will get 20 rebounds a game. Don't you worry. So, and like- okay, I, saw, I saw someone put it. was like Drummond could, could in one game get 20 points, 20 assists and 20 rebounds and have no impact. <laughs> he is that type of player though. It's weird that, isn't it? It's really, really it's- weird that. He's a, he's a very unusual type of player, but whatever. Okay. So I think Doc, you know, I think we have trials and tribulations, but I think at Philly, you can have a few breakout players. You know, Tybal will take another step. They've got another guard who's been playing minutes, getting some points on the board. Drummond. And I think if he, if they have a decent, respectable record in the East, it might be a nice little narrative victory for him. Jalen Green, purely because in Houston, they got nothing, man. I think he might, he would, he gets like the definition of free reign. <laughs> Houston have got nothing on nothing. Like John Wall is just at home, isn't it? He's getting paid like forty-one million to chill. It's just incredible. So it's a rookie's playground. Um, Giannis and Tetacompo, I put him because I don't think he's going to win MVP. I think he's going to have an unbelievable season. Um, I think it might be a little bit of Giannis fatigue, but I think they might throw him a Defensive Player of the Year kind of to say we respect the season you've had type thing, but you ain't. You know what they basically what they did from last year. <laughs> Is like, we respect the season you've had, but we're not giving you MVP this year. Um, Lonzo, you know I'm a big fan of Lonzo. I think he keeps improving, keeps improving. I'm surprised he hasn't... I think he could be like a mini breakout um, this year. Carmelo Anthony, I thought he was going to be in our starting five, but he's been coming off the bench, um, playing okay. And if the Lakers can get a decent record, I think he will have a big part to play in it, in my opinion. Um, chef narrative 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 now I think both of you have got good points Giannis has got the monkey off his back he's going to be playing free he's going to be enjoying it and most importantly he'll be the best player on a very 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 good team and he's a solo superstar so narrative he kind of ticks all the boxes but I don't know if there will be some voter Giannis fatigue but Oli I, I see your point completely um same with you, Tobes. It's kind of similar. He's going to be, KD, going to be a very, very amazing player on a very good team. Great record. Great individual player. Um, he has got a superstar with him. Um, but, you know, you get away with having one superstar with you. Um, they ain't a super duper team without Kyrie. So he'll get some votes as well. And everyone want, everyone's been saying for the last three or four years, KD is the best player in the world, the best player in the world. I think a lot of them want to kind of prove themselves right with this little stamp of approval type thing 
And I think we should definitely have a discussion about whether KD's the best player in the world, but we'll, we'll do that another time. Um, but I'm going to Steph Curry because I felt last season, and I don't know if you guys agreed with me, a lot of people kind of wanted to give him the MVP. They were enjoying him. They were just enjoying free Steph. But because of the regular season record, I think a lot of people couldn't actually bring themselves to vote in the end. I think this year they'll have a decent regular season record. Um, they actually want to do stuff this year. Last season, the last two seasons really, they've been kind of chilling. I think Golden State want to do stuff this year. Um, Steph hasn't lost a step. And then when Clay comes back, I'm hoping they can have a little run. A nice little run. And I think if they finish top four in the conference and Steph is looking like Steph, he's going to get a lot of votes. Because they'll say, oh, over in the West as well. And Clay's just come back and blah, blah, blah. Um, a few ifs. But that's my thoughts. What are you guys' thoughts on my thoughts? Are you going to home? Uh, <clears throat> okay, so Jalen Green makes sense. Um, light him up as a rookie. He's got the most opportunity. That, that award is about scoring. I think I picked Mobley because I think I, saw, I watched the game last night against the Hawks. That guy's going to score, get minutes. And, re- and he can do defensive. So that's the only reason I picked him. But Green makes a lot of sense. Um, who did you... Uh, you had... I had most improved uh, Lonzo. Lonzo? <laughs> I think, yeah, we've, we've seen enough from, from today's discussion that you're a, you're a Lonzo fan. <laughs> um, so that's oh, a soft pick there. But I'll give you, he has got the environment to flourish. This, oh, this looks like a good Ollie, place for him. Do you still have that sign, the mellow ball hat? <laughs> who did I give that to? Yeah, still, oh still my got days, Ollie, you're gonna, was, you're gonna make Lamello, a bag off that. Lamelo, and Levar. You're gonna make a bag off that, guys. Just so you know, I literally just gave it to him for free. I picked it up for him. We gave it to him. I can't. Remember, I don't know, what did I have? I swear I had something. No, I just bought the hat. I didn't get it signed. It was it was Ollie specifically said oh, he wanted his signed. So I was like, oh, let me get your signed. And that was it. I really should have like. <laughs> It was only because the only one it wasn't there was Alonso, so you got Lamelo signed it. Jello yeah, that's it. it. Yeah, and, and Lavar and Lavar, and I got a video of them signing it as well. So it's like legit as could be. So, <laughs> <laughs> man. Anyway, yes, I am a ball, a big ball fan. No one believes in Carmelo. Yeah, that one's rogue, man. That one caught me off guard. That one, oh, man. No, no, it'd be a nice little yeah. narrative win. Yeah. Yeah. He would. I don't know. He has to. I don't. I don't know. I don't know. I don't because I don't see him. I don't really see him getting that many minutes ahead of sort of. Um, I think even Baysmore and Malik Monk will be getting sort of the the rotation minutes in uh, ahead of him. But I don't know. He put, he's he's a, it's a possibility. You know, he's he's going to be coming off the bench, so there's a, there's a possibility. Fair play. Fair play. Fair play. Well, I mean, I'm glad you guys didn't completely mock me. I'll be interested to see what K Dot says next week. When he comes through, um, well, you know, like interesting, like one person who I thought would be at least mentioned in in MVP, who hasn't been, Luca. Luca hurt us all last year. <laughs> no, the thing is, yeah, I, think, every, I think everyone picked him as MVP last yeah, year. Yeah, but his team, his team's not going to have a good record, sadly. Yeah. I don't. I, They've got worse. Every, everyone I'm listening, everyone I'm listening to, like they're really high on the Mavericks, but no. I think I, I think Jason Kicks going to drag them down, and I think you know what the narrative for Doncic is going to be this year. What? I think he will start getting some people on his back this year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Saying yeah. that stuff. You know, that's going to be the 
that's going to be the year for him. It's like, oh, he's not, you know, he's not a winner. He's not this. I think that the Mavs are have got a, not a great team. Paul Zingas looks Woeful. bad. He can't move now, mate. He just can't move. So bad. And even in the off season, like, yeah, no, he's developed his game. He's looking good, but he just he, they that was one of I don't know. It's 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 it's, it's quite sad. Cause I loved Paul Zingas when he was at the Knicks, but he's just been. He's just horrific. He can't move now, mate. He just can't. He, can't move. He's, he's just, it's not, just, it's not the same defensively. No. Can't really rebound. Has zero. I've never seen someone. Everything. Shoots mm. everything from so I, far. I, I saw a statistic. I can't remember exactly what it was. It was because um, they were like, oh, yeah, he's a unicorn. He shoots for his blah, blah, blah. But it was like when Porzingis dribbles more than less and then shoots for his three point percentage is like 20%. Wow. Or something. Wow. He's but he's so he's basically he's a unicorn without without the horn at the moment. All <laughs> right, um, boys, let's finish this up by going straight for the jugular. Who have you got winning the East? Who have you got winning the West? And who have you got winning the whole damn thing? Okay, um, I don't know if you remember what our countdowns are. But we have 21 seconds. We have countdown. Um, where's the other one we've got? And we've got Who Wants to Be a Millionaire. Where is it? There we are. So, who would like to go first? And what would your countdown of choice be? I'll go. Uh, give me a countdown, please. Okay. Are you ready? So, your predictions, remember... To win the East, to win the West, and to win it all. And your time starts now. To win the East, I'm going with the Nets pipping the Bucks. Oh, okay. To nice. win to win the West. Wow. Yeah, I'm going to say the Denver Nuggets. Oh my days. <laughs> over the Golden State Warriors. <laughs> and okay. to win it all. Has the to be. Nets. Has to be, has to be, has to be correct. Oh. Okay. <laughs> okay. The West toes. is hard, you know. Toes. The West is actually hard. Okay. I, it was a bit of a panic buy, but okay, talk you to know what Denver, it is. Talk, okay, talk to our Denver Nuggets. Go on, give, give us 30 yeah. seconds on the Denver Nuggets. My logic is the Golden State were really, were really uh, attracting me, but... I just want to see Clay first yeah. before I actually yeah. really, really Agreed. give them their flowers. It's mad I didn't even touch on either LA team. Um, again, same with Kawhi, but Kawhi is a, he's a certainty now. But I just want to see them a bit more to before I'll, they could they could easily make it the Clips. Same with the Lakers too. But something tells me that team is so old in the playoffs. It may also not be great for them. You know, like can they? I know it slows down. But also, if it turns into a really lengthy seven game, seven game, seven game, you know, when you're re- if you're churning it, by the time you get to the final and face whoever's in the East, will you have enough in the tank to take mm. it? That's what's concerned with Lakers. So, with the Nuggets, you've got pretty much their entire team that run it. They're running it back with all the young people, but slightly older. We've talked about MP- MPJ improving. Jamal Murray could come back, and Jamal Murray is a certified postseason baller bubble Murray bubble Murray is a thing I think that's a, he, he'll kick on and Jokic I think he's a regular season done and he and he and he sustains it 
He doesn't. I don't think he enhances in postseason. He's just going to sustain or play a bit better. Jamal Murray is a legit guy. Will Barton's back, who's actually an underrated big. <laughs> I don't know if it's enough to win titles, but like to in that West where it's a bit of a, you know, I think you're going to get another Phoenix Suns kind of esque appearance it's out of tough. the West. Yeah, I think the West it's is open, tough actually. It's open door policy, so I think the Nuggets have the formula, and if Jamal Murray can come back and be the Murray we saw, they could somehow survive that postseason. Um, so that was the logic behind that. And then obviously the Nets would nah nah. <laughs> Once KD's in the final, I just yeah. I struggle seeing him not winning. Yeah. When if he's there, he's going supernova. Going, yeah, yeah, he's going bonkers. Um, yeah. Ollie, your turn to hit back. What do you want? A specific countdown? What do you want? Uh give us twenty one seconds. As in twenty one seconds. T- 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 okay, you ready? That's the one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes, uh, Alright, in the in the east uh in the east I've got the same as Tobes. Uh, I have got the Nets versus the Bucks. Uh with the Nets going to the finals. Oh we got the um, and then in the West I've got the Nuggets against the Suns. The Ooh. Suns going back to the finals. Oh you got the Suns going back to the finals. And then who have you got to win? If I got to win, um, I don't think you can look past the Nets um, to win it all. So you don't think? So none of you think the Lakers are even getting to the conference finals? No. It's a difficult one for me. It's a difficult one for me. <laughs> you know what? I've got to respect the process. Let me put my music on. Um, okay, you know what? Right. Okay. So <clears throat> in the East. I think <laughs> in the East, I can't look past the Nets. I want to look past the Nets. Genuinely, I want to look past the Nets. Um, but I think it'll be Nets Bucks in the conference finals, and the Nets have to go through. They're just too good. They're just too good. Too much talent at full force. At full force. Without Kyrie, they're at full force. In the West, you know what? I'm actually going to change it, and I'm going to say I think the Lakers can come out of the West. Purely because just so much talent. You got three superstars. You got the king, and I'm respecting the king. Salute King James. I'm, you know, I got to fall on my sword like Kyrie. So I think it's Nets Lakers final. Gosh, I don't, I don't even believe myself talking really. And I think the Nets are going to win it. I cough. A healthy Nets have to win it. So the Hoop Call Survey has got the Nets as champions. As simple as that. Okay. We're most interested clearly in the Western Conference. Um, and that is genuinely at the moment uh, a dice roll. What I'm going to do, gents, I'm going to say to you guys, these are our early season picks slash preseason picks. I'm going to give you guys until midnight on December 31st to lock in, lock in. Your picks. Fully, fully lock in. And you cannot change it. You ride or die by it. And you make bets on it as appropriate with forfeits. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I, so, said it, I said that's almost too much time, mate. Oh, that's too much time. <laughs> okay. Well, give me a date. We're now in October, yeah. November. So do do end, of no, end of November. End, okay. Fine. 12 midnight. On the 30th of November and our first December 
pod. We will lock in. We will lock in all predictions. That deal? Okay. Sounds good. Great. Well, for now then, I'm going to have to bid you adieu. It's been brilliant to be back. Um, we will be back next week. K dot, we miss you wherever you are. And yes, other than that, gents, really, really enjoyed it. Good to be back. Peace out. Peace. Loved it, fellas. <laughs>